Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Now for part two of our roundtable discussion with the Inaxis groups, Andre Mullen, Drew Bex, and Richard Dolphin. I would dare, I would dare place this here is that I think Christian hip hop has actually evolved. Oh. <laughs> and what and what and what yes. I, and the way that I'm in the way that I'm seeing that evolution is is that when when in the heyday of of cross movement cross movement fell into the this this position of knowing that they had like this dual purpose. It was like, okay, we're about evangelism. We are about evangelism, but we know that there are churches and there's people in churches that that came from the world and need to now, you know, they need to be fed. Right. Hence the reason why they create these discipleship programs and all this other stuff. But now let's fast forward. Now it's not so much about Hey, look, we got these people coming from, you know, that are leaving. I list stop, stop listening. They got saved. They're not listening to to worldly secular music. Um, they're looking for an alternative. But the people that are doing Christian hip hop are some of them are saying, "Hey, look, man, we're trying to go out to get those people versus right. being here." Right. Like it was before, uh, right. waiting, waiting, waiting for these guys to come and wanting to give them alternative. No, we're trying to go out to where you are right. already right. and bring you in. How, however, uh, however, is however, however, I know what however is. No, nah, listen, me, uh, Jay and I, or me and Jay, Jay and I, we, we, we did an event one time here in Atlanta and uh, there, there was, you know, different rappers were coming on, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with we're trying to reach people out there. This dude gets up on stage and he said, yo, this song is for the streets. And I'm in the back and I'm like, yo, this dude is in church. Homie, you need to go to the streets if that's, if that's what you're trying to say. This song is for the streets. And, and see, but that's, that's, one, that's A1, one problem with that argument that I, that I feel is false. If you are saying that your music is to reach those that aren't in church, to reach the lost, what are you doing here? Because you want to start here in the church, and then you get a little shine. All of a sudden, your mission statement changes, and now you say, well, no, we want to reach out there. Yet, those eight years, those five years, those three years, you never once were worried about but you, going, know what, but you know what that is? That the reason why that is, a lot of the times, is because they don't know business. So guess what? That could they're, be it. They'll never, they'll never leave the church. Because guess what? It'll be those same guys. Like, it'll be those same guys that have <laughs> right. sent you, you a song. And you're like, what is, what is this? Right. Like, I can't even send this to my man to even put on his internet show. Like, I can't. You know what I'm saying? So they have no clue as to, they have no clue as to what actually people are listening to. And I always believe this, that you can always tell, with an artist, you can always tell when they got saved. By the by, by the type by the type of music that they do it doesn't work with everybody, but sometimes you could tell because they get stuck in an era. Well, yeah, you you they get stuck in an era. I think it was like that back in the day because there was a definite stigma of okay, you're a Christian now. You you can't you can't you, you you're not supposed to listen to secular music, mm-hmm. and if you do, you have to hide it. You can't admit it. Right. Now we're in the era of <laughs> it. yeah. It was back when you had the charts. Remember the charts? If you like, you got listed yeah. in a closet. Yeah. You know, so 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 because of that, a lot of dudes in you know years ago, they always sounded dated because they sounded like whatever the last thing they listened to. Okay, if you like right. Smalls, listen to BBJ. Listen to BBJ. Right. Now now <laughs> now, now everyone. That's a BBJ. That's a deep pool. <laughs> 
You go on Twitter now. You go on Twitter now. I follow a lot of like universal concussion. My yes. Time, my timeline is full of Christians on Twitter. But yet, when the new Kanye album drops, the new Kendrick drops, it's all the Christians. Yep. You know what right. I mean. So, so now the shame is gone. Right. Right. <laughs> or, or there is no shame. There's right. no shame. Or, 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 or you have the Christian artist sort of like, yo. Celebrating the anniversary of Biggie's death, Biggie all day, Biggie all day. <laughs> there you go, right? I already apologized so, for so that, Jay. That, Leave me that, alone. The, music, the, the, the good part of that is that the music is now, for the most part, on par as far as, far as like the, the the vibe and the sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the good side of it. The negative side is whatever you eat and whatever you expose yourself to. You know what I mean? On, if, if you overexpose yourself to that, because I right. do it, I do it. Like I'm like, oh man, I gotta stay. Current, so I'm listening to the I'm listening to the newest stuff. I'm, I'm whatever. Right. That's why a lot of that's why a lot of Christian rappers now. That's why a lot of Christian rappers now are trying to sound like Drake, and I'm not even listening to none of that. I'm not putting them on anything. Not because I don't like Drake, yeah. but it's like be authentic. Yeah. Right. Be creative. Yeah. So so all right. So I wanna I wanna circle back to something Jay said Uh-oh. when he talked about why can't the church it seems like support these CHH rappers, right? That sounds kind of redundant, right? Why can't why can't the church seem to support these guys if they say one, if they're like, hey, I want to do rap, or two, if they're like, hey, man, I want to like reach people, and they're like, well, we're not supporting you. I want to I want to throw an idea out and see what you guys think. I think the biggest problem that we have, and I'm going to be very specific about Christian rappers, is that Christian rappers think. They're an island in their faith. Mm. They don't. They don't. They don't participate in a body. Agreed. They. Oh. They don't. They don't. They don't get discipled. Oh. So Agreed. how how are you how are you gonna you know, right you know uh, was it like the the disciples spent three years with Jesus so that they could go out and preach that good news yet these guys are talking about hey I want to go reach these secular cats but yet you never see them in church. You know, uh, you never, you never, they're not a part of their church. So then when they say, well, oh, now I'm going to do this. The church is, we don't even know who you are. Why should, why do you want us to support you? I don't know you. And also, also too, I'm sorry. That's okay, go ahead. Also too. That's why I paused. Oftentimes as, as artists, because, and I've, I've gotten this from a pastor that was of the movement. Very, sim- very in the, very involved in the movement. He said, on the real, I didn't have, I stopped inviting Christian hip hoppers for the main reasons, because like on the real, you guys can't identify with my kids. My kids, I mean, you guys are talking about the streets. Johnny ain't from the streets, right? Johnny ain't in the streets. I'm teaching Johnny how to live, and your music does not teach Johnny how to live. Right. So why would I invite you in my church where you're completely disconnected from what I'm trying to do here? Right. Are you guys even disciples? Who are you trying to reach? Why would I bother inviting you here? Right. And you can't even trust if they're authentic. Because in the music right now, the lines are very blurred to the point where you can put one song with something on, on, a, regular, or on a regular radio station that's and, you not know Christian, that- and you wouldn't know the difference. The only difference is it's clean. Right. You know, so if that's the case, then why, why would I have you come in and pour nothing into my people. I need to pour, and the and you see the Christian hip hoppers that are getting booked are those for the most part that are giving them something, giving them of some substance that they can support, right. as they did in the past, where they were sent out as missionaries in order to pour into the youth. Right. So that's the one the one half, which is why the church might not want to book or might not want to mess with the rappers. But as far as why some of the rappers feel like they don't need the church, um. I, I I would say that a lot of it has to do with church hurt, meaning right. that, um, meaning that they f- at some point the church either rejected them or, or or did something whatever, or even if you look at the the whole uh, black church versus the white evangelical church, a lot of dudes who came up in the in the in the black church, quote um, quote black church quote unquote whatever, um, they felt. When they started hearing about the the white evangelical teachings and all that stuff, um, they felt like bamboozled because they weren't getting some of that stuff in in the churches they grew up in and whatever. And they felt like, man, I can't, I can't trust, I, I can't trust those guys. Right. I, I'm gonna go on this side. 
Then when stuff started happening and, and he started saying, I can't trust these guys either, they're like, man, you know what? I don't need right. a church. I can, I can right. like, I know I'm from the streets. I know what people like me need. I know what's, what's up. I don't, I don't need some people who I, who I can't right. trust to tell me what to do. Right. Well, I, I think, all right, but so this, is where, this is where I'm just not a nice guy. I think part of that, though, part of those, you just need to put your big boy pants on and you need to realize, you know what? You want them to be perfect, yet you don't give them the grace that you want them to give you right. when you're being a knucklehead, when you're being a dum-dum. Right. So, so part of that is, you know what? Put your big boy pants on or your big girl pants, depending on your gender, <laughs> and, and deal with it. Who, who, hasn't, who hasn't been hurt by the church? I've been in two churches that tried to kick my father out when he was a pastor. One of them succeeded. The other one didn't. And there was a lot of hurt. My sister internalized all that. She quit going to church. Me, I saw the bigger picture. These people are, you know, are buttheads. So I'm, I'm not, but I didn't go. Well, you know what? They're I, all like that. I, I actually got kicked out of the church that I grew up in. Yeah, he got kicked out of the church he grew up in. And now he won't step foot in any church. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Good job, sir. Yeah, way to go. But so that's my answer when people tell me, oh, I was hurt. I was like, I understand. I've been hurt, but see, what's but God? you know, but you know what? What's, what's God got to do with that? exactly? What's got to and do you know what's and you know what's very dangerous is, um, first off, hurt people hurt people. So right. what ultimately ends up happening is these are the same artists that will say or will try to paint this picture that you know that they are real believers, and I, I, I they are believers, but I just. Their lives don't reflect what they believe. Correct. And no fruit. Which goes and back, then, back and to then, the point. And then no and then let's go no let's go into this, right? They a lot of a lot of those artists that do experience that church hurt is because they're in some cases there's just some they got they come against some they come against some strong leadership that's that asks those those questions of, well, where do you go to church? Who is your pastor? Are you involved in ministry at your church? That, that reminds me of um, when we went up to New York and we interviewed um, Bert, uh-huh. right? And he was like, yo, a lot of these artists would come up and want to perform for Rap Fest. And I was like, all right, well, point me to your pastor. Let me know who your pastor is. And let, me, and let me talk to your pastor. Have him send a letter. Have him call me. You know, or let's, let's see you. Let's, let's do life. Let's see how, right. how your discipleship is. And if they couldn't do any of that, they would never perform on Rap Fest. And see, and, they, and, and you know, believe you me, I've dealt when maybe about 10 years ago, I had an independent label and I had artists, you know, we were signing artists and that was one of our stipulations. We had, th- it was three things. We asked for a mission statement, a vision statement, and a letter from your pastor. 90% of the artists that I even looked at could not give me a letter from their pastor. Right. And, have to- and literally have told me, literally told me to my face, well, God called me to this. Yeah, well, God, God calls me every morning, fam. But listen, at the end of the day, is it? it it's not. It's not about. It's not. It, yeah. See, that's what it's about. It's about accountability. It's not necessarily about whether or not I believe or disbelieve that God called you to. And that's not even about me looking at it from a ministry perspective. It's not. It's not that. It's like. Yo, when you go apply for a job, one of the things you got to give them is references. Why do you give them references? Man, we just want to know that you're legit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just ain't going to come. We aren't going to hire you. And two weeks later, you're going to shoot up the place. We just want to know that at the end of the day, uh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, yeah, you didn't like, you didn't get fired from your job because you embezzled money. You didn't get fired from your job because you didn't show up. Because you didn't show up. (laughs) You didn't get fired from your job for sexual harassment, assault. We just want to know those things. So at the, at at the very least, I find it to be very, I, I actually find it to be funny and sad at the same time that there's artists who are, and, and shout out to, shout out to Pastor Tommy at Flavor Fest because he also has that stipulation. If you're an artist and you want to perform at Flavor Fest, you need a letter from your pastor. And I had a and I had an artist that I was working with, which shall remain nameless, who could not produce a letter from their pastor and asked me to ask my pastor 
if he would write a letter for them. You don't even come to my church. Wow. So and, and I've the, already apologized for that least, too. At the very least, that's why I say is that we and 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 here's 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 a, a foundational thing. We have to be very mindful that that at, like artists that are within the genre of Christian hip hop, or I'll just say artists that are Christian and that dealing rap music, hip hop music, that you don't take on the spirit of hip hop. And the spirit of hip hop is rebellion. Yeah. Right. That is a spirit of hip hop. So you are in no position to tell your pastor, yo, you're not going to support me. Yo, I'm going to do it myself. Okay. Everything that you're going to do, my friend, is going to crash and burn because God ain't in it. I don't care what you tell me. I don't care how you paint the picture. I don't care how nice you are. I don't care. Don't care how many Bible verses you put in your song. Exactly. If you have it, if you have a serious issue with authority like that, even yo, even church hurt. And I know plenty of people have dealt with church. If you, even if that's your issue, if that's your issue, yo, the Father says we are to cast all our cares unto Him. Take it to the Lord in prayer, Father. Help me to see where. Maybe I'm wrong. Help me to see where that's. See that is maturity. That is what makes. That is what makes takes us from being babes in Christ to sons, where we can really truly assess and let allow allow the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth to us, so that we can see. Wait a minute, yo, I was wrong there. You know what? I'm. I'm not. I'm. I think. I think I'm in a. I'm. I don't. And and Drew will tell you. We have these conversations about self awareness all the time. Yo, I, right now, I think I'm in a place that I'm not, and I need to allow the Father. I need to allow the Holy Spirit to lead me into the truth of, hey, bro, you're not where you think you are. You can be there, but in your current state, you're not there. Because where you think you are, you're steeped in pride, you're steeped in selfishness, you're steeped in, you're steeped in, 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 in past, um, um, hurt. past hurt, you're steeped in bitterness. Your, your bitterness, disappointments, envy. Right. envy, I see so-and-so, I should be there, I was, I know an artist that has done, that's been on tours with NF, and has told me, I should be where NF is. Well, guess well, what? I, you know, well, I've heard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, you're not there. Well, well, it's so like, what does that say? It's like when you hear artists, well, you know, because there's like there's some Christian award, and they're like, well, well how come I didn't get? How come I didn't get uh, a Pioneer Award? I've been doing, I've been in the game all these years. Listen, man, I just got 2018 freshman for Rapzilla, and I can't lie, there was years where I was like, man. I didn't get it this year. I didn't get it that year. But when I think back, I'm like, I, I didn't. I didn't deserve it. You know, I mean? right. like I have to just, but yeah, be, be real about where I was. Right. Well, it's not about, and it's not about saying that it's 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 bad to get. You know, like oh man, you got that's cool. Yeah. Right. But if like he was like that anger. Yeah. Right. That bitterness about it, like well, the need for validation. The, that need for validation. So really, and that's, and that's the thing too. When I when I, when, when things started happening. For Rappers me, are so neat. It was when I. <laughs> Sorry, did I cut you off? <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> and delete. <laughs> nah, but when I. Um, when things. When doors start. Certain doors started opening and things started happening, it was when I finally surrendered to God and said, you know what, Lord? I'm not going to chase those things. I'm just going to be obedient in whatever step is the next step that, that you told me to take. I'm going to be, be obedient in taking that step. What what comes after that? That's that's you. You know right. what I mean? And, and and that's definitely helped a lot because since I've taken that approach, God has been, you know, he's been doing all kinds of things. So. Right. And on the on the artist side, you know, and I'm speaking from a place where as a youth pastor, Reverend at my church, and also an artist, one thing that I realize too is that the fact that a lot of artists and even as I, while while putting different events together, I always realize, I don't know how it is out here, but at the end of the event, the artists and the group and the collective that came to see the artists, right, they never leave. <laughs> they never leave and they stay there and you got to force these people out. And then it came to the point where I started realizing, you know why? Because oftentimes the people that are in this, in this building, this is probably the only time they are able to connect with 
and relate and have fellowship with people who they can identify with. Because in their church, they are probably an island. They have to feel the need where they have to conform to the conform to their church. They can't be themselves. They have to fit this mold that they or be in a place where they with people that they really can't identify with. So they can't really get what they need in as far as like the area of fellowship. And a lot of artists, they're not they don't feel accepted in their church. They right. don't feel accepted even amongst their amongst their peers because they look at their peers as competition because nobody's really opening their arms. Oh, hey, no. There's no competition and- in CHH. <laughs> I know. It's a <laughs> Only in New York. <laughs> you know Let's talk about some New York stuff. You, you know, but in all actuality, where is that Where is that group of collective that's building up these younger artists? Well, the thing- You know what I mean? Right. So you, you say that, right? And um, all right, so- I mean, the audience, our audience knows that I started Legacy Management a couple couple of months ago, right? And um, every artist that is that is in Legacy Management, right, they know that, number one, right, number one, be present and active in your church, right? Because I know them all on a personal level. It's not just, oh yeah, this guy has talent. Let me manage him. Let me let me help him out. Let me work with him. No. Be present and active in your church. And then also me as the pastor or as the older guy or whatever, the big brother, I also like I let him know, dude, I'm here to talk. I'm here to pray with. I'm here to pray for. You know, I'm not just gonna help you on the business side of your career or this 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 walk that you're taking with music, but I'm also gonna be focused on your on, on your soul care. Right? I take that upon myself. And a lot of people, a lot of a lot of artists in Christian music don't have Christian management, mm-hmm. don't have mm-hmm. Christian people mm-hmm. helping them with their business or with Facts. the booking. And it's all about it's all about the money, Facts. right? It's all about the money. But there's one particular artist, no names, that um, when I had this conversation with him, like my first question was, all right. So, what church are you going to? How active are you in your church? Right? Because I am not going to do anything for you unless you are present and active and accountable in a church. And like, he was like, you know what? You know what, Jay? I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, just like a couple of months ago, I saw that I wasn't, right? I wasn't like accountable or, you know, actively going to a church and I made the decision, right? I made the decision I need to start because he visited. I was like, I need to like start being accountable, get involved in my church, get involved with the pastors, you know, let them know who I am, what I am and what I do. And, you know, have someone there. It's like, all right, okay. All right. So now, now ask me all the questions you want to ask and let's, let's, let's talk business, That's real. right? That's let's real. talk business. But That's even, real. but even now it's like, you know, I'm, be <laughs> more than I'm here to help you with your money and all that, right? Because let's, let's, let's be real. As managers, they don't get paid, we don't get paid, right? Right. right. But, you know, what's more important to me is, is your soul care, right? Because I got a great job right? <laughs> right now, secularly, like, you know, outside of the church and outside of management, I've got a great job, right? But I still put myself accountable, right, as this as this this kids um I call I call them all my kids as their um as their elder let's say right to be able to stand before God and say hey I poured in I kept them right you know That's I prayed right. over him you know I made sure that you know that he knew when he was when he messed up and he did wrong you know what I'm saying so and there's there's a lot of that and I'm sure and I and I can say this with assurance that that Dre Dre does the same and he's the same way because we we have these conversations yeah we have facts. <laughs> real i think i think you know what i I really there there's something that that is i really feel should be said as far as the 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 power of um the genre of christian hip-hop because oftentimes you know this this conversation may come off as kind of very brash and, and kind of kind of bashing it, but I really believe that Christian hip hop 
or artists that are uh, artists that are Christians, I, which I, which is a term I really have no problem with. Right. Um. I I rather use that term because to me that has more substance than throwing Christian in front of a title. I, I think I think it's I think yo that's you can title anything. Um. You can name anything. Um. You know we all know we all know believers who struggle with addictions and struggle with you know insecurities and depression and stuff like that but nonetheless they still are believers you know they they are it doesn't change i think that what is very important to really and really important for us to recognize is that christian hip hop gospel rap holy hip hop you know gospel hip hop whatever you want to call it um it has had a significant impact on the lives of all of us as even some of us before we came to know Christ before we received the revelation of Jesus Christ and even while you know um in in our walk so it's not you know for anyone listening to pot to this podcast it's please understand that our that we're not sitting here literally dismantling and bashing Christian hip hop and saying yo it's you know it's straight trash Lecrae's trash right. everybody it reaches trash RMG is becoming trash no we're not saying that what we are saying is that and i think within within the context of Christian hip hop what really makes Christian hip hop what it is what makes what is made gospel rap what it is is its boldness um its unique stance um its explicitness um um its desire to um to maintain its position um i don't i just think that what has happened is is that you've you've you have people that are on very different missions in it some are called if i can say use that term some are called to reach out they're called to impact the music industry at large right and then there's some or let me even break it into let me break it into more even more church terms you have universal artists and you got local artists you know what i'm saying you have artists that that the the mission is to reach and impact the music industry at large. And then you have artists that pretty much hey look, they're designed to minister to the local body, right. to minister to minister to those people that yo that that are that need community. alert that in yeah their in their community and that do need that touch and they need that cuz that, that community that needs it's yeah. like I call it the KJ52 effect because I remember one ah, I remember one time I remember one time somebody was like KJ52 and he's just a middle school rapper, and I remember I remember right. Well, middle schoolers need hip hop too. Like, if like they said it in a derogatory way, but if you think about it, why wouldn't you want him? Who he's bringing fun songs, he's bringing, but he's bringing Jesus, and he's talking to middle schoolers, and they're loving it. Like that's like, like that's so. There's something wrong. No, that listen, he's got an audience that he's been reaching for you know years now right because he's been he's been doing it forever <laughs> and that's okay because he, he knows where you know and you know yeah. and he knows where he's at and he knows who he's reaching and that's and that's what he's doing and that and that's a great needed. thing and it's, and it's needed, needed. Yeah. middle schoolers every, need jesus everybody <laughs> has not the thing is everybody right. has their lane because not everybody's right. in the streets Right, <laughs> You're not everybody's in the streets. Right. What about that kid that's in Christian college? And not everybody, and, and not everybody's <laughs> from the streets. Yeah. Right. Because we more. have we, we have to recognize that listeners of Christian hip hop that came out of the hood, came out of the projects, came out of the streets, are not going to listen to the same music or relate in the same way that that suburban kids that grew up in the church that have like different problems. Right. Like like I, I'm a project kid. Right. I'm straight from New York projects, whatever. Right and, and I'm my, straight from the burbs, baby. My issues. We got our right? problems too. Yeah, exactly. Burbs. I mean, we got I'm our not, problems too. I'm not saying Burb that. Like, game. you don't but, know how hard it is out but, here in these cold, <laughs> cold sacks, yeah, right? But, but like me, by the paper come, boy. <laughs> me coming out of the projects, like 
I, 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 I automatically went towards like the Street Disciples, the Corey Red and Precise, right? Disciple. Where you, yo, where where this where, burp, like suburb kids will listen to like an NF, you know what I mean? Right. I've always I've always said I've always said that if you look at if you look at um, the kind of rap that uh, that uh, rappers are rapping. <laughs> rap, 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 the that. The guys that came from the streets tend to be a little more theological. Yeah. They tend to be cut. Why? Because they're like, yo, I'm coming from a really dark place and I want to bring that light. The cats that have the problems with the theological cats are the kids that grew up in the suburbs and they're like, well, we, you know, we got to rap about so Girl Bible. Scout cookie season because, like, that's real life for us. <laughs> you know, what about right? and, and, some and I want to and I want to resonate what what Dre said, right? I don't want anyone who listens to this and and, and our <laughs> y'all, y'all know about that girls yo season. y'all don't know about the Samoans yo right <laughs> right hashtag thin mints baby anyone who anyone who listens to us you our know. our regular listeners know it's real out that, here that the Overflow podcast and Joaquin and I like you know we're all about. CHH, we love CHH, right? Grew up with it. We grew up with it, and like personally, I am deep, deeply involved with artists and with the music and putting on shows and stuff like that. So it's not with anybody. We're not. We're not trashing anybody. Right. We're we're trying to. We're trying to find. Comes from. It comes from a heart of of loving and appreciating for for being fans and listeners for so long. This part of the hip hop, you know. uh, genre or, Dude, or, or this little right, like, neighborhood, right? Like I said, right? I was, I was, I was around. I was born before hip hop was born. You know what I mean? Like I remember first hearing hip hop when I was a kid. Right? I remember my first LP that I bought was BDP. You know what I mean? Like that was my first vinyl, like the wax, because you know that's be- that's that's how old I am, right? And I remember like bringing in like the first mixtape. That I that I found, you know, with Red Precise Disciple and all these people, and, and getting yelled at by my mom because my mom grew up legalist, right? And it was all non-Christian music, and I'm like, but mom, you got to listen to the lyrics, and, so, and I and my dad, who wasn't a believer, was also against it, but I could relate more to my dad because I could say, hey, dad, well, you know, you know how when salsa was when salsa first came out and everybody hated it, but you loved it. That's what hip hop is for me. So then he would turn around and say, all right, well, don't play it loud and don't play it around your mother, right? Or don't play when I'm not, or don't play when I'm home. But he could, he could relate to the, to, the, to the whole rebellion thing. But, you know, and, 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 I, and I've seen its growth. Like, I've, I've, I've seen how I've been listening to it when it was whack, right? When it's like, come on, let's be honest. We all know CHH was. There, there was some whackness. And I listened to it a lot of whackness, but I still I listened it. to it. That's right. what I had. I, I, I'm, as, I'm as much of a fan of Lecrae as I am of KJ52. JC Crew, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm as much of a fan of Humble Beast as I am of the Tunnel Rats. JC and the Boys, even though, baby. Even though propaganda wasn't both. You know what I mean? But, but And now, at least now, CHH, right, quality-wise and music-wise and trending-wise, yo, you guys are lucky. <laughs> you guys are lucky now because it's it's... So much better than it was. And y'all just made an interesting... <laughs> Sorry, man. No, go ahead. I was about to shout out DC Talk, baby. <laughs> wow, he's a DC Talk. No, I'm saying y'all made an interesting observation because I remember when I first got saved, I wanted... I was just, I was just hungry Yo, for, you can't, for mute, like, the you can't, you can't hate on to, You can't hate on DC Talk yeah. to, to we Max the Godfather. <laughs> True. <laughs> I was, just, I was just hungry man. for anything, man. <laughs> like, I knew the mute... Like, I, I, I would play... Play that music, and I'd be like, "Man, I, I know this isn't. I know this isn't up As to the good. quality. You know right. what I mean?" But yeah. I was just like, "You know what, though? This is what I'm gonna listen to because it's it's got it's got it's got the truth in it." Dude, forget about it. When I found that, when I when I discovered Christian reggae, <laughs> Yo, I dude, remember. my life was changed forever, <laughs> forever. Yeah, bro. Like that, and that's and that's what I'm saying is that I think I think that. Like that stuff is that stuff is needed for us, man. Like you know, if if we could if we could understand that we there is music that we need, right? 
You know what I'm saying? They, yo, I would, and I think that's where the that's where we we put too much pressure on artists because look, man, if you want to make, if you want to do, quote unquote, Christian hip hop, and you want to, and your whole thing, and you believe that you know what, I'm just gonna do, I'm gonna do, you know, rap music that's gonna just really edify the body, then go ahead, man, do that. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm not mad at you. Needed. And if you feel like, yo, I need to do this music that is that I really I really believe needs to impact the culture at large, you know what I'm saying? And still, see, here's the thing. It the problem is that we we lack identity. So we feel like if I'm gonna do music that's gonna impact them, I gotta sound like them. I gotta act and I gotta and look act like, like them. and be like them. No. You got to be like Paul who said, I'm all things to all men that I might mince, I may win some. He didn't say, oh, I got to be like them. He never said that. He never said that. Paul or Jesus did not camouflage themselves with with the world around them to reach the world world around around them. them. Yeah. You don't like, it's like, it's this analogy I I give people all the time. Look, man, if if you were, if you was laying in the hospital and you were, you had, you had a really debilitating sickness, the last person that you want to come and see you is another person with a debilitating sickness to say, yo, I feel your pain, bro. I'm <laughs> sick too. I'm dying too. Bro, Don't worry get about out it. of here. Think, think, get think, out of here. Think, things will turn around for the <laughs> like, both of us. You know get out of here. Get out of here. You're the last person I really want to have a conversation <laughs> with. I don't need, for that, you better bring a bottle of something strong so that we, <laughs> we both can drown our sorrows. But at, you, you want to be with someone who is going to encourage you, who, who you, who is a display of, yo, man, yo, I was sick. Yo, man, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm better. I'm getting better, or I am better, or better yet, I'm totally healed. I've right. been there. So this is what I, this is what I did. This is where my belief was. This is where my faith was. This is what I spoke over this my is how life. You make it out. This is how you make it out. So, yo, we do we need those songs? Yeah, we need yeah, those we songs. We need those persons that that make songs that yo. At the end of the day, we can bump in our ride, and people be like, yo, <laughs> That's- that sounds. Different. That's, that's why we need the pastors that are in the house, and we need the evangelists that are out in the streets. There you go. You know what I mean? Yep. That's why we need and that's them. A, that's, so, that's a good. That's a good analogy because you can't. Because right. at the end of the day, listen. I of course there's days that I don't want to listen to. I don't want to listen to mainstream music. I'm at work, and listen, man. First and foremost. I'm not listening to Christian hip hop all day. Yeah. And I'm not listening right. to worship all day. Right. You know what I'm saying? What? And um and to be honest with you, Sacrilege. I'm not really listening to mainstream music all day either. To the, you know, so I'm like, but but I do have a I do have this tendency to say, you know what? I want to hear something, but I don't want to hear all of that. Like I don't want to hear. That's, I, I want to hear. I love you, baby. That's when and, I. That's when know, I go to the classic side of the Yeah, see, yeah, like you know, like, I don't want to really hear like I love you, baby. Yo, I'm sad. Yo, I don't want to hear that. Nor do I want to hear yo Christ died for me. I don't want to hear that either. Nah, no I don't, one wants to hear you know, that. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you, there, there has to be, there has to be something, and there has to be music that's made that that literally allows us to say, yo, I can enjoy my life as a Christian, and this is an aspect of my enjoyment as um as in my life as a Christian. I can listen to this music and still and not feel like, dang man, I think I want to have a drink. Or dang man, let me go hit up that girl on Facebook that I was looking at like just scrolling through let my me, timeline. Let me let me slide right. into this chick's you know DMs. You know what I'm saying? Right. You yeah. don't you don't get you don't you 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 do want to be able to enjoy our your your our lives. Your Christian, Christian life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So do I do do you know, man, I'm a married man. Do do I necessarily need to hear Christian love songs? No, I don't. That's lame. That sounds corny to me. Don't sing me. Don't give me a, a Christian love song, and then I hear, "Yo, well, you know, I love. This is how I love the Lord. Like I love my. Wife. I don't want to hear on. stuff like that. What Christian love songs have you like, been listening to? But I'm saying, but <laughs> but, but so, see, don't. But 
there's a song my my the lady the lover and and her lord. Yo, T.D. Jakes, that T.D. Jakes, and then and then and then Fred Hammond. And then Fred Hammond put out that that yeah. album oh, for for grown Christian married folk, yeah, you know right? Saying? That was amazing, <laughs> but it was but it was torn down by the Kingdom. Yeah, exactly. Right? And the Katinas did, 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 did a love album too. It was, yeah. and, that's, and that's what I'm saying is that at some point, at some point, I think the only way that we can get those expressions like that among artists in general, and even even among those that are in the genre of Christian hip hop. The only way we can get those expressions is if we take the restraint and off the of them and the, and the pressure of, yo, man, I, how come I don't hear, how come I hear Jesus in your raps, bro? You need to put, right? Jesus, Cause, you cause, need to put Jesus in your raps. Because it's you like that, right? You need to do this. Because um, let's, be, let's be real, right? Let's be scriptural about this, uh-huh. right? When Jesus spoke Uh-oh. and he taught with parables, right, there weren't a lot of I guess like redemptive sim- like words or right. symbolism in them, right? Right. You, Old Testament, right? You, right. 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 You you had a no you you still had to hear the no message right. within within the sermon within the message, right? So a lot of like someone once told me, well, you know, a lot of people don't like Christian hip hop because they can't relate, right? And I'm like, well, you know, that's. If you're not if you're not a believer in Jesus, then yes, you're not going to relate to anything that bangs Jesus, Jesus, Jesus all the time, right? But I've got a friend, you remember Fu, down in Tampa, right? Who um, like we were in high school together. We every crime that I committed in high school was with 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 Fu as my side. We were like <laughs> we were partners in crime, right? And and he asked me, yo, he te- he texted me, yo, I need you to send me Christian hip hop. But that bangs, right? That bangs. I need I need something hard, like what we used to listen to back in the day, right? So I'm like, what do you think? You think I can't do that? You think I can't find that for you? Yo, check out Seven, right? Check out Reconcile, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? And then he, yo, like, he didn't even text me back. He called me. It's like, yo, are you sure this is Christian? It's like, yes, I'm sure that's Christian, and I'm sure they're Christian, and let me know when you want to come up to Atlanta and go see him. Like, I got you. You know what I mean? And that's what that's what that is for. That's what that is for. Not everybody is gonna be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus all, all the time, right? But you can still hear it in their music. If you as a believer, <laughs> if you as a believer can't hear Jesus in a song that doesn't oh, blatantly express on, their name the name of Jesus, then there is something on, wrong with your faith. There's something wrong with your belief, something wrong with your heart and your ears. Listen. Not the artist. Never would have made it by Marvin Sapp. Toma! Never mentioned Jesus, and you can't tell me God ain't in all that song, and that you right. can't relate to what was being said. But here's the thing. <laughs> you know here's what I'm the saying? thing. Here's the thing. And I, and um and I I think it's just, and to me this is the underlying most important thing, right? Here's the thing. Marvin Sapp was in the church. He was involved in the church. He was fed by the church. He was sent out by the church. Now. You, so the, the, like what you were saying earlier, well, we, we got to take the pressure off. Well, you know why the pressure's on? Because I don't know you in the church. Right? So, 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 we will take gas money. So, <laughs> I'm trying to buy a jet. So, uh, I'm trying to buy gas for that jet. Um, so, so the thing. <laughs> so so to me at the end of the day all the all everything everything comes down to Mr. Artist where are you in the church because you can't expect a pastor see I listen I, I I've been I've been in a lot of small churches I've been in churches with you know the blue-haired little old blue-haired ladies right where it was the majority of the people were old and then there was me, and there was a few young kids. And I, you know what? I got them. I got them to agree, telling me to bring some hip hop. I got them to agree to let me open up the gym so the kids from the neighborhood could come play. Where I had to break up fights a couple of times, and they did. And these little old ladies would come and cook, and they would see. And they would, but they would go, "Oh my gosh, you got to close it down because it was almost a fight." But but why was I able to do that? Because I was there. Because they knew who I was. So because they knew who I was, they were open to outside the box. The problem is 
uh, and, and you know, Christian rappers, Christian singers, whatever, however you want to kind of label that. People that people that that say they they're they're called or whatever. Everybody wants the church to support them, but then they don't want to support the church. They want the church to support them, but they don't want to invest in the church. Yet they still want the church to invest in them. Or you want the church to support you, but meanwhile, all you do is bash the church. But are you, yeah, <laughs> right. You know that's no, that's 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 true. You, you're up there, you know. You want to be? Can I perform at your church though? Right. So I think I think that in in kind of a a, a long view, I think that you know, like Bert, Bokachika, uh, when you know. I mean that was that Shout was to Bert that was a that was a <laughs> listen when he told us about how he went about getting artists to perform at Rat Fest. Me and Jay, we looked at each other, and we our jaws dropped because we didn't know that. And then it was like, yo, that makes that makes it's sense, <laughs> right? That makes sense because we even talked about like, look, if we ever bring anybody, we're gonna make them fill out a, a, a resume, you know, fill out an application, you know, because Bert told us something. He said. <laughs> He said, they're not only here representing themselves, they're representing Rap Fest. Mm-hmm. And if these guys get off the stage and they start hitting on some little 13-year-old girl and everybody in the neighborhood, see, man, these guys are hitting on this 13-year-old girl. They leave, but I'm still here. And so now when I go to talk to these folks, they're like, we don't need to listen to you. You're the one that's bringing these dudes hitting on our 13-year-old girls. So why, why would I send, if I'm a pastor, why would, I, why would I support what you're doing? I don't know you. And then I do hear some of the things you're saying. I can't, I can't be a part of that. See, and you know and, what? And, so, and, and, and hmm. your, and your, and your quote-unquote realness. But guess what? Things change. You, you could probably say the same thing. But if you've built that relationship, if you built, because it always comes back to that, right? It always right. comes back to discipleship. It comes back to relationship mm-hmm. in the church. It comes back to fellowship in the church. It, it, it always has to come back to that. Mm-hmm. Because we were not created to be alone. We were not created to be sent out alone. Jesus mm-hmm. sent them two by two. He didn't send them one by one. Right. Paul never went off by himself. He always had somebody with him. And you know what? I think it's very important. Again, here's a balance piece to this, right? So no one's sitting here saying that, no one's sitting here saying that, hey, at the end of the day, if you're not, if you're not part of a church, if you're not serving in a church, if you're not accountable to a church, um, then you shouldn't be doing music. You shouldn't be doing Correct. I'm 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 definitely not saying that. I used to think that. I, I honestly that used to be my thought process, like, yo, bro, if you're not then you shouldn't be doing Christian hip hop. No. I've I've grown in my understanding and in maturity to understand and know that it's something like I spoke about earlier today. Um, in Ephesians, it talks about how we were once children of disobedience. But when we accept Christ, we are now children of obedience. So, little sidebar, you don't have to be a child of disobedience. When you accept Christ, you become a child of obedience. Because Jesus was obedient to what the Father called him to do. So, therefore, by virtue of that, you are now a child of obedience. So, what happens is that because you are a child of obedience now, everything that you do is, everything that you do has to be powered by God. It has yep. to be powered by God. So, Bible says that he's given us pastors after his own heart. Why is he giving us pastors after our own heart? Because that we may be accountable to them. We're that's Bible. We're that's the reason why he's giving us pastors after his own heart. Why? Because they are the ones that watch over our souls. They're the ones that steward over our souls. They're the ones that pour into us. So therefore, we are accountable to leadership. We cannot. The word of God says that. Guess what? We are part of a many, many, many membered body. So we are members in the body of Christ. So guess what? An eye can't be an eye all itself. An arm can't be an arm all itself. So we, it is essential that we join with a local body in order to fully express the power of God. So for all of all any artists that are listening that 
are artists and are not part of a local body and not part and not partaking in serving in that local body, then guess what? You will never be, you will have, I don't want to say you'll never be able to. You will have a very difficult time understanding that what you've been called to do or what God has emblazoned you to do, your passion for music, it's going to, it's not going to bear any fruit because at the end of the day, God is not powering it. So it's not about, oh, Dre, you saying I got to be in a church and I got to serve? I, I don't want to serve. Okay. Well, then now guess what? If you don't want to serve, you don't have to serve. But you are going to be missing out on a very critical element of your ability to create because you don't create on your own. Contrary to popular belief, if you are a believer, like I just said, you are powered by God. So everything that comes, everything that comes to you is from God. The reason I will definitely attest to this, the reason why things are happening in my business with the artists that I'm working with, with the people that I'm that I'm growing in relationship with, the reason why that's happening is because I serve in my church. My pastor, my pastor knows where I am. I am not missing. When I say, hey, look, pastor, I'm going to Atlanta for A3C, I say that. We have a conversation. What's A3C? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Yo, okay, fine. Yo, blessings on you, bro. Go ahead, brother. I'm praying that's that, and that is what makes what we do. That's where that's where the world then begins to see the power of God in what we do. Because they're like, man, how did how did that happen for you? Yo, I tell everybody the reason why everything is happening for me is because of my obedience to my father, my obedience to what I believe he's called me to, and my obedience to my local church. That is it. There is no other reason. They know, oh, yo, man, you don't know how long I've been looking at looking up stuff. You don't know how long I've been I've been grinding out here. You don't know who to No, I got nothing to do with that. Everybody everything. Grinding. Everything that has happened from everything that I've done up to this very moment, every conversation I've had, every relationship that I continue to make and and, and create has been by to the glory of God. There is no other way. So if an artist, if you're an artist and you think that, yo, you know, yo, man, listen, I don't have no heaven to hell to put anybody in. I can't judge no man. But I can tell you right now, if you want to, if you really want to benefit, if you really want to benefit, then the only way you're going to benefit is if you serve. Amen. So <clears throat> to, to steal, to steal a, a phrase from Joaquin, with that being said, in closing... To follow the thread that um, that Dre just just dropped on us, um, Drew. <laughs> what um, <laughs> both mics. What what piece of advice I guess you can drop off to to an artist, right? Or, or or someone who wants to be an artist, or anyone who's listening, or everyone who's listening. One thing I would say, um, especially if we're talking about hip hop, is be authentic. Going back to the beginning of this conversation, we talked about authenticity and how people are looking for authenticity. Um, people in the church are looking for authenticity. People outside of the church are looking for authenticity. That's why when you come at these people saying, people outside the church, and you come you come saying, hey, I'm, like, I'm trying to, you try to come with a, a, a vibe of, I'm trying to sound and look like you and act like you, it doesn't really go off well because they're like we know that you're not being true to yourself. We we can sense that you're not that you're compromising. Right. We we'd rather you give it to us straight. So be authentic. Um and of course, as we talked about, get active in your local church. If you don't have a local church, find a local church. Be active in that church. Find find where you can have a servant's heart. Don't just go there saying, you know, you know what? I do music, so I better be on the music team. If you got to clean toilets, if that's if that's where they need you, clean toilets. Have a servant's heart, and that same servant's heart is what you have towards. That's the same. That's the same heart that you have when you're doing the music. You're serving people out there, so so you need to basically just uh, yeah, just have a servant's heart. 
in general. That's what I'll say. Amen. One thing that I would say to artists is the importance of studying your craft. Don't just listen to music. Study it. Mm. Study. If you have a your favorite artist, favorite producer, don't just listen to them. Study why you like them. Why don't you like certain things? And then with everything that you study, find out what you're good at and what you're not at, not good at, and then fine-tune your particular sound so that you can be you, you know? So I think that's important. A basketball player, if, you, if you're serious about basketball, you're going to play, you're going to practice, you're going to study the game tapes. Study went, went right, study went, went wrong. So I just think that we all need to be an apprentice in, in our practice, especially when it comes down to music. And I can't stress the importance of being disciple being mentored you know though even if you you can say i you don't have somebody that's actually um overtly discipling you i didn't have somebody that say hey rich i want to disciple you but i was surrounded by artists that just being around them and doing life with them i learned so much and now the life that i live is a byproduct of observing those conversations and seeing those people live their lives and watching them do ministry you know off the mic, off the stage. So I say that I challenge, you know, artists to be intentional, to seek to, if there's somebody that you look and you admire, seek out and be like, hey man, can I help you out? I just want to be around. Can I be connected? Can I go in your circle? Because that's what made me hanging around dudes like Lavoisier, hanging around dudes like Richie Righteous, hanging around Corey Red and Precise, being around in those circles, Jazz, Magellan, you know, ADF, being around them and doing life with them left such a residual impact on my life. And now I feel it, the importance of now discipling the artists that are coming up now, speaking life into the Aaron Cole, speaking life into the sagas, speaking life into those, the new generation coming up, because if they don't get it, who will? So I think we all got to bridge the gap. Uh, Jay, do you have any advice for anybody? Good. No, I just want to say that... Um um, Friday, Friday show. Yes, Friday show. You can find information on it. I'm gonna drop about a, it on drop um, a hot twelve on the Overflow Podcast Instagram page. Um, everyone that's here will be. I'm saying about Friday show, and this isn't. This will be for after the show. Anyway, so hey, we're we're happy to we're happy you came to the show. So happy <laughs> to see you. You missed. You missed my hot my twelve bars that I, I mean almost destroyed the place. Right, I was gonna drop sixteen, but the place was gonna catch on fire. So I just did twelve to get everybody warm. He was gonna drop sixteen, but he got lazy with his writing. I just <laughs> I just mumbled the last the last the, the last. Page. And those are your best lines. Those are my anyway, best lines. Thank you guys for um for being a part of this and letting us pick your brains and expose expose yeah, thanks, your hearts. Thanks for this conversation. Uh, really appreciate it. And I think. You know, uh, I'll say I'll say well, it's, it's like this. It's at the, it, it feels like the 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 takeaway of this. If anyone that's listening, artists, non-artists, whatever, here's the takeaway: hashtag get to church, be part of church. Hashtag. You know, uh, this is a really long hashtag. It's a really long hashtag. Hashtag get your butt to church. Um, actually, hashtag be authentic. Be authentic. Right. With your butt in church. And also um, and, uh, everything and, uh, and also with your butt and in also church. hashtag, you know <laughs> Y'all need Jesus. Honor um honor you know, honor your fan base. Honor your fan base. You know what I mean? Honor your fan base. Take um, your fan base with you the entire ride. Yeah. So a uh, great conversation. Hopefully the you know, for all that hear it, listen, pass this along. This is the longest podcast we've done. Yeah. Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle, if you listen to this, this I, was I love you. This this I was mean, no hate on you. You're awesome. <laughs> you were the one that sparked the conversation. Um, <laughs> Thank you for sparking this conversation. And I am, and I am single. Um so <laughs> and looking. So uh uh so anyway, I got so many jokes I gotta stop. So thank you. Uh thanks guys for for being here with us. Um for those listening, uh, as always, theoverflowpodcast.com. That's where you can go, and uh, you'll find all the links. You'll be able to subscribe to the podcast to listen to us um, not talk as long. Just me and Jay, which is even worse. Um, but thanks. And until the next time, I'm Joaquin. I'm still Jay. And these guys are from New York and Toronto. We already know who they are. Um, you can follow them also on on social media. On social media, and we'll we'll have all we'll their all tags. Posted. We'll have all that stuff posted. All right, thanks, guys, and uh, until next week. Peace.
Thanks for joining us on this week's two-part special edition roundtable episode. We are so glad that you hung with us and to, you know, and hopefully uh, you gained some insight, maybe some inspiration, maybe some something to think about on this week's episode. As always, all the information, all the links, everything can be found at theoverflowpodcast.com. So we hope uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you uh, uh, to see you next week. Um, as always, I'm Joaquin. I just want to say we love you guys, and uh, we will see you next week. Peace.